All right, everybody, welcome to this next episode of the Patriots, Lakers, Dodgers, and Rams podcast. I am your host, Loro Antonio. Um, Today we are going to be talking about the, the Rams Thursday night game against the Vikings, along with the Dodgers' chances of clinching the National League West title for a sixth straight season. And then... We're going to also preview the Patriots' first AFC East game of this 2018 season against the Miami Dolphins. And then we will also preview the Lakers' first preseason game against the Denver Nuggets. So, without further ado, let's talk about the Rams yesterday and our game recap against the Minnesota Vikings. So, I thought it was a really good, highly contested score and a good football game yesterday the Vikings almost pulled it off but they found a way to go 4-0 because of their defense and what I thought went well for the Rams yesterday against the Vikings was the pass rush I mean Aaron Donald finally got his first sack of the season Nadama Kinsu was playing lights out um that defensive front looks like rock solid, like the fearsome foursome. And I also believe that the Rams also found a way to go 4-0 without Talib. But Marcus Peters played in the game yesterday. Thought he looked good. But the secondary didn't do so well yesterday. But when Talib gets back, the Rams secondary is good to go. And I think what the Rams could do better in their next game against the Seattle Seahawks is that I think what they could do is just improve on the pass defense and also um, special teams could be a little better. I think Sam Finken could be a little bit better on kicking the short field goals. So we could have been up by 13 if the Rams were to kick that field goal and if the point try was good. So... And then I think in the next game against the Seahawks, I think it's going to be a tough game, but it's going to be up in Seattle. But I think the Rams could pull it off up in CenturyLink Field where it's going to be a hard place to play. So, All right, now let's talk about the Lakers. Um, some questions were asked, and some of them were answered. How long will Rajon Rondo be the Lakers' starting point guard? I say Rondo will be the Lakers starting point guard until Lonzo Ball is 100% ready to return to the Lakers starting lineup, which will move Rondo to the bench. It could happen the second or third game of the regular season depending on Lonzo Ball feels. But the safe thing that the Lakers did was to not let him play the first preseason game on Sunday when the Lakers play, the, play take on the Denver Nuggets. I think Rondo will start as much time as he needs until Lonzo Ball gets healthier because... I think Rondo is a guy that I think could pass the ball. Lonzo Ball could really use more advice from him. I think Rondo's going to be a good mentor to Lonzo Ball. So I think it's going to be pretty good. So, And I think there will be hype surrounding LeBron James. And of course I believe that because I believe that all Laker fans will be so pumped about seeing the best player in the NBA for the for the purple and gold. I believe there will be more hype around LeBron. When it's the first two regular season games for the Lakers, 
I think that hype will get there. And I think LeBron is ready to play for the Lakers. I think he's excited, and I think he's going to have a tremendous game against Denver in his Laker debut. Um, I'm sure everybody that's a LeBron fan will be excited to see him in L.A. For me, honestly, I've never been that big of a LeBron fan because LeBron James is a crybaby player that would always uh, flop players and all that. But I think um, this is really going to help the Lakers get back to championship premacy with LeBron James. It's going to build up slowly, but I know it's going to be a difficult task. But I do think the Lakers are a year or two away from returning to the NBA Finals. I think that they're a star away from getting back to a title contending team. They could be a title contending team this year, but we'll see. And... What I also believe is, will Luke Walton experiment different lineups throughout the preseason? I sure sure think so. Because Luke Walton doesn't care about what people predict, what the Lakers' starting lineup will look like. He's the coach that will make you earn your place on the team and what role you get. So I think Luke Walton will not commit to, to one on a nightly basis just yet. He's very non-committical about a starting lineup for the Lakers just yet. I mean... He's got to see what they all do in the preseason. And I know that there's going to be players that are going to earn majority minutes off the bench. Given is that Kyle Kuzma and Josh Hart have earned their way up to having more minutes off the bench for the Lakers this season. Um, Lance Stevenson's going to be a good veteran role player off the bench as well. Um, And uh, I think Big Zoo and... Is going to get a lot, of, a lot of time this year off the bench. Kyle Kuzma is a solid. Kyle Kuzma is the sixth man, I as I expect, and I also think that guys like Mo Wagner and Steve Makailu could get time off the bench. They could get a lot of playing time as well. So that's what I th- think. What's going to happen there? I'm looking forward to the preseason for the Lakers. I think it's going to be a great season for the Lakers. It's, they're going to improve on all phases of their game this season. But I think that this game in particular against the Nuggets is going to be a good audition point for the Lakers. So with that being said, I also wanted to talk about here. Will the Lakers, I think this year, can they be a top four team in the West this year. And I believe they will. Because I think the Lakers have the talent already. I think they are ready to take it to that next level of play. But if they don't make it to the playoffs this year, Laker fans shouldn't panic at all. Because we still have 2019 to upgrade our roster and sign another max deal. And I believe Kawhi Leonard is coming to the Lakers next year. And with that being said, uh, let's talk about those Dodgers. So, I think they will clinch the NOS for a sixth year in a row on Sunday afternoon against the Giants. That's what I predict. I think tonight they're going to win and uh, bounce back from a bad series against the Diamondbacks in which this was a series that they should have won. Um, if not, they can clinch Sunday afternoon... But I think the Dodgers 
will end up being in the postseason. But say if the Dodgers sweep the Giants and the National and the Rockies sweep the Nationals. It's going to be a for sure thing. We'll have a game 163 on Monday to decide who will win the National League West. But we'll see what happens. The Dodgers will for sure be in the playoffs, either as a division winner or to play the Brewers in the wild card round and still make it to the World Series. I think the Dodgers, even though that they had ups and downs this season, I think they are ready to make it back to the World Series and avenge off that Game 7 loss to the Houston Astros. And I don't think the Rockies will spoil the Dodgers' chances at clinching the NLS for a sixth straight year because obviously the Dodgers have a deeper roster than the Rockies, and the Rockies have dealt with injuries down the stretch, and I don't know how the stretch run will affect them in the Trevor Story injury. Because the Rockies just got lucky when they swept the Phillies. The Phillies should have just won at least one game. But this weekend, I just want to see the Washington Nationals sweep the Rockies starting tonight. As we'll keep track of that game as well. But the Rockies have been playing great baseball as of late. But I believe the Dodgers will end up with the West as the race to the NL West finish line is on. But it's tough to say at this point, but let's expect a clear identity of who will win the West by Sunday. With the earliest, what the Dodgers can do is clinch a playoff berth. So there's a lot of scenarios this weekend. It's going to be a crazy weekend for the Dodgers. And I think... That everybody on offense has to be better. I know tonight, if you preview tonight's game, I think tonight's game, we got to get to Madison Bumgarner early. Because for me, and my perspective on that, is that the Dodgers have seen Bumgarner plenty. But I want to see Yasiel Puig get a home run off of Bumgarner tonight. But here is a scenario that Joe Davis just tweeted. If the Cubs beat the Cardinals right now, since they're up 2-0 right now, the Dodgers can guarantee that they play past Sunday by winning once this weekend. So worst case scenario would be some form of a tiebreaker. That being said, I say the Dodgers just take care of business against the rival Giants. Beat them in all three games. Because we have the right pitchers to do it. Hinjin Ryu has been pitching very well. Clayton Kershaw loves pitching against the Giants. And I think he is ready to own them tomorrow. And then Walker Buehler is going to wrap it up. And then win the division for us. And then the Rockies get swept. Or... Or it could be this. If the Dodgers were to lose one game and take two out of three from San Francisco and the Rockies sweep the Nationals, then I think the Dodgers still get that second wild card spot in the National League and then the Rockies take the West for the first time in their team history. 
Or if the Rockies and Dodgers both lose out all their games and then the Cardinals lose all three to the Cardinals with the Rockies losing all three to Washington and if the Dodgers lose all three to the Giants. Then the Rockies will end up with the West. Then I think the Dodgers will play the Brewers and then I think the Cardinals will be eliminated from playoff contention, which I think is likely going to happen. But I care about is winning for the Dodgers. And I do think the Dodgers will win all three games against the Giants. They shouldn't even care about what Colorado does this weekend. Because in the end, it's all about what the Dodgers want to do. And I do think they're going to end up with that World Series title that they have been waiting for for 30 years this year. But I think that um, tonight, I think Bumgarner gets worn out and he'll only end up pitching four innings today. And Ryu, I think, pitches another gem. But what I think here is that the Dodgers have been playing good baseball, but in Arizona, it showed why they should have won that series. But I think I, ex- but now, I expect us to sweep the Giants. And right now, the Cubs are up three nothing. So, what we want this weekend: Colorado losing to the Nationals in all three, the Cubs sweeping the Cardinals, the Braves getting swept by the Phillies. So that the Dodgers will host Atlanta in the Divisional Series next weekend. But it's going to be a great weekend for the National League. Great weekend for the Dodgers. I know that they that off day yesterday really helped them prepare their game plan against the Giants. And the Giants have not been good. But there was a reason why Madison Bumgarner... is starting against the Dodgers today. And it's because it could mean he might want to spoil the Dodgers' chances, but I don't think the Giants will spoil the Dodgers' season because I think the Dodgers are hungry for more this October. But in other hands, let's talk about the Patriots. I think they can bounce back against the Dolphins. Because they lost two straight games on the road. They're looking for that change of scenery. And so that the Patriots could get back on track to beat the Dolphins at home Sunday. And then get another quick win against the Colts on Thursday night. And I do believe that the Patriots will have a much better game on all three phases of the game. Because I think they have watched the tape, learned from those mistakes that they had against Detroit. And I think that... It's going to be a much better game on all phases. But, the, I know the Dolphins offensively have been great when Ryan Tannehill's under center. But it looks like he could be the NFL's comeback player of the year award. Who knows? He's off to a good start. The Dolphins are off to a 3-0 start. And people thought the Dolphins were going to be a bad team this year since they lost Jarvis Landry to Cleveland. But, they figured it out. In their own way. Because Tannehill's throwing the ball more to Devontae Parker. Kenny Stills. Amandola's that good inside receiver. 
And I also think that the Patriots offense will have the edge over the Dolphins defense because I think the Patriots offense is ready to go to do damage against the Miami Dolphins. And the Dolphins have not won a game at Gillette Stadium since 08, which is a good thing because the last time the Dolphins did beat the Patriots was when Tom Brady wasn't the starting quarterback. It was Matt Castle that started when Brady was lost for the year in 08 with a torn ACL. But what I could expect from the Patriots is better defense. I just want to see this defense put a lot of pressure on Ryan Tannehill and make him uncomfortable in the pocket and try to keep making him throw the balls away for incomplete passes. But on that, on the other side of the ball for the Dolphins, you got to watch their front line. Cameron Wake and former Ram Robert Quinn, they are guys that could get to the quarterback. But another player to watch is the rookie tight end Mike Gusecki. Everybody thinks he could be a guy that could win Offensive Rookie of the Year at season ends, season's end. Because he's their featured tight end, and the kid has potential. And seeing Amendola and Bolden and A.J. Derby, who are former Patriots, will be nice to see them play against their old team. But we want to win a game. The Patriots want to win a game on Sunday. That's what I think they're thinking about this weekend. But... If you look at that Dolphins defense with their secondary, Minka Fitzpatrick is a stud. And then uh, Xavier Howard is definitely going to be a guy that's going to be a big factor for the Dolphins and their defense. Kiko Alonso's solid. But the players to watch are mostly Fitzpatrick, uh, Robert Quinn, and Cameron Wake, who are the faces of that defense for the Dolphins. And I think what Adam Gase is doing offensively, the Dolphins, I think, have been improved a lot offensively when, since Adam Gase has took over as their head coach. And I think Adam Gase has done a very good job with what the Dolphins do. And I think um, the Dolphins, I think, could be the second best team in the AFC East behind the Patriots. Not saying the Dolphins will win the AFC East and to overtake them. The Dolphins could be a second best team in the AFC and then third and fourth would be up for grabs between Buffalo and the Jets as the season goes on. But in other words, I think the Patriots fans should just relax and just not panic because a lot of people from ESPN would say that the Patriots are done if they started off 1-2 and two or 1-3. and three. There's no reason to panic because it's early in the season and the Patriots can get back on track. Everybody thought this year would be a 16-0 season, but it didn't look like it. It should have been wins with Jacksonville and Detroit so that we could have made history again with that. But I also think when you look at this Patriots team heading into Sunday, I think they just want to fire up this Gillette Stadium crowd this weekend. And on my final thoughts, start with, starting with the Dodgers. Tonight, I predict that Hinjin Ryu pitches eight good innings or a complete game. And the Dodgers win 5 nothing over the Giants. And for the Rams, they're going to enjoy this win over the Vikings. And I do think that they're going to be ready to play against the Seahawks next Sunday.
and for the Lakers. I think it's all about auditioning for roles. I think it's going to be all about having fun. And if they win a game, great. If not, then it's just only preseason. Let's expect a fun game against the Denver Nuggets. But but for the Patriots, I expect a bounce-back game over the Dolphins. We're going to play better offensively. We're going to execute defensively. Special teams is going to be a lot better. And I think that this Patriots team is going to improve big time on Sunday. That's a wrap. And we'll talk to you next Friday.